So hi, Sebastian, you are back from Code One or are you still in San Francisco? No, I'm back. I'm back in Europe from Code One, yeah. And how was the flight from Europe to Code One? You flew in from Europe? I flew in from Europe, yeah, via Zurich. Um, that was pretty okay. I mean, the flight's Western uh, words. I, I try not to sleep to accommodate for the target um, time zone. So I could like work and hack a lot in the in the airplane. So exactly, that was good. Exactly I, my strategy. So I uh, uh, never, never sleep from in, in the way from Europe to US. And it always pays off. And uh, it is the best time to hack. So I'm actually incredibly productive uh, in the airplane. So you can achieve, you know, work, which is amazing, usually for two to three days. So what you did, what you hacked in the airplane, you remember that still? Um, actually, yeah, it was partly hacking and partly writing. I um, right now was working on a um, on a long article series on testing, mm -hmm. like enterprise testing. Mm -hmm. And I was hacking a little bit on that and, of course, like writing a lot. Okay, what is... But yeah, I agree. I'm also pretty productive in, in airplanes because I think the... Um, you know, the fact that you cannot stand up and walk around, that's a feature. So you're literally forced to just sit down and nobody else disrupts you and people are quite quiet usually and yeah. that's great. And there's uh, almost no internet usually. Yeah, yeah, right. That depends on the flight. I mean, I had internet. It's not super fast, but it's just enough to do some stuff like if you have to, uh, I don't know, just get some website to uh, get information. Uh -huh. That usually works and you, pretty well. And you managed to complete the article? So is it done? Yes. Yeah, cool. um, it's an article series, and I'm um, actually continuously just uh, publishing new parts of it. It's like uh, six or seven parts or so. And and where the articles appear? Uh, on my blog. Oh, cool. So so you, you have almost time. a professional blog, you know? So it's like almost like... <laughs> cool. And uh, so you were a good one, and... Uh, um, what was your overall impression comparing this code one with code one from last year? And have you ever attended Java one? Yes. Um, this was now my, I think, fifth time on okay. Java one slash code one in total. And yes, that wasn't very interesting. So I would say it was uh, similar to last year in a sense that you could tell there's definitely still the Java one spirit around. Like you meet a lot of, you know, like well-known people in the Java area and well, there's in general a lot of Java going on. So we have like Duke walking around and the JCP party and things like that. So that is very nice to see that we still have that spirit, I would mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Um but you could also tell that, as at least from my experience or from my impression, the number of attendees, like technical, technically Java-interested attendees seem to went down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, my, my theory on that is that in, in general, it's now very connected to, uh, Oracle open world, mm -hmm. which, uh, also consumes like a lot of the, um, of the conference area mm -hmm. and also makes the price a little bit uh, expensive. I mean, not just the, the conference ticket, but you know, San Francisco is pretty booked out and hotels are super expensive and flights. So I guess not everybody can afford that, right? Not all the Java developers. So that, that might be a reason. Yeah, that the uh, you know general Java audience is going down. It might be the feature because the original idea of Code One was that you know other folks like Python, JavaScript, and uh, Go will join because it's not about Java; it's about code. So 
So what I would expect right now from you that you say, you know, there are no more Java people, but you know, um, millions of Python, JavaScript and Go developers. So you met someone who didn't, you know, doesn't know Java, but does, I don't know, JavaScript, Go or Rust or whatever instead. So do you have the impression there were other folks there? Yes. So that's interesting. Um, from the talks, definitely. I mean, there were a lot of um, presentations on, you know, all kinds of technology. It might be DevOps, might be, um, well, cloud technologies related to um, machine learning and things like that, that then probably has a little bit more Python. But most of the people I met were actually, you know, similar crowd to Java 1, like Java developers are interested in that that area. Um, even in general at the exhibition hall of uh, of Code One, uh, where IBM also had a booth, and why there were some um, interesting ex um, exhibitions from like demos and things like that. So from my experience, most of the people I talked with were actually you know like Java developers, so that um, that typical uh, attendee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I talked with some some speakers who who said yeah for for their talks the number of attendees seemed to went down a little bit compared to before. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was interesting. But I mean, you're right. If um, if you take the name like Code One, yes, that was, uh, I guess, the plan to, to have a little bit more wider uh, audience of general developers and not just Java. Yeah, this, uh, this is the question of how many developers from other languages will join Code One. To get the right. you know to to get the recent news or not news or just to hear the experience from other uh, <clears throat> JavaScript, Go, Rust, or whatever whoever attendees. So this is uh, what I think. This is uh, still a mistake. Just renaming the conference to Code One, and uh, it could be you know like we talked already about that. It could be what what could work. I think is to uh, call something Code One, but have uh, sub conferences like Java One, JavaScript One. Go Cloud One or whatever one, because uh, you know if I'm going to San Francisco, I, I would like to focus on something at least, and not you know, yeah, uh, because you cannot attend to, uh, all the sessions at once about you know five different languages, and this is like a focus. I think is uh, really important, and right now is yeah. So I was curious about your impression, and you enjoyed the time at Code One, so you learned something new, or what was your overall impression? Oh yeah, I did. I did enjoy it a lot. I mean, just um, to follow up that thought. So yes, I would agree, and I also think um, actually it would make sense to have like a separate um, Java, you know, Java One type conference. I mean, keep the Code One uh, for a general developer conference for like Oracle. I think that makes sense. But uh, Java, you know, is important enough to have just like that one official Java conference where you also meet all the people and, you know, then might be aligned with the Java SE release. So then you hear in Keynote about the new Java stuff and things like that. And then also it makes um, the conference a little bit more approachable for developers if, you know, you have, have a dedicated time where San Francisco is not totally overrun and where uh, hotels are a little bit less crazy. So that would be nice, but... <laughs> Yeah, but the hotels were but, uh, uh, always crazy. At the first Java ones, you know, it was the same situation, I would say, and there were a lot more people because I think even because of the name Java One and, you know, an enterprise yeah. developer from USA would, you know, we go to Java One by Code One is more, you know, if, they have, if they're running Java inside the company, why they should learn about something what they don't use, you know? It's just way right. harder to justify inside. Yeah, that's true. And, um, yeah, my uh, my impression, but still was uh, I, I really enjoyed the time. So it was very interesting to see um, a few things stand out. So, for example, 
Um, what I found was pretty cool in the exhibition call, uh, hall. They had a, a Raspberry Pi cluster. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just the cluster. It's actually a huge one. Mm -hmm. So I think they bro broke the world record um, cool. for the biggest um, Pi cluster with... I, th I think they tried to do more than 1,024 Pis. So mm -hmm. I think they had about 1,060, cool. I guess, um, Raspberry Pis, and they're all connected and, you know, can do some computing together and things like that. So that was displayed in a in a huge rack with, well, a lot of Pis and, you know, like connections, coolings and, and that. Uh, I, I found that pretty cool. I to, saw that on Twitter. I, th I guess, or I suspect that Stephen Chin has something to do with that. Yes, I think the yeah probably original. <laughs> yeah, also so. nice. Yeah, also nice. Uh, always nice ideas. Okay, and something ran on the cluster, or it was just you know cluster. So there was this. I use think case? for now that was just the the cluster. I think also they finished it like literally last minute to okay. get something uh, up and running. So I suggested to install, of course, Kubernetes on that. Yeah. So then you would have you know a pretty huge Kubernetes cluster with more, more than a thousand nodes. And I think they also had that plan, but they, they ha weren't there yet at the uh, at the conference. So maybe at the next one we have a huge Kubernetes cluster. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw the picture of Twitter. It really uh, looked really nice. The whole rack. It looked like yeah, like a rack of something inside, and these were raspies. Okay, something else right. you saw in the exp exhibition hall, which was really interesting. The exhibition hall. Oh yeah, a few uh, booths and things like that. So what we did um, actually at the uh, IBM booth, we we finished an, an ebook recently mm -hmm. um, on a modern Jakarta um, EE and microprofile. Cool. But it just has has been announced like the week before, and then we could do a book signing, right? So that uh, ebook is actually um, available for free, so you can just um, go and download it, and then we have printed copies. And is my these, intro you know, actually uh, in, inside a book? Exactly. Is it? So thanks a lot for that. And yes, you got a oh, perfect buyer by perfect. Airbnb if you, if so you got a copy. This was the, the question. Email. I saw your book. It's like, I, I really wonder whether my uh, my intro made in because it was a, like, uh, I had no time and this was last minute. You told me, okay, it could be, it could be somehow critical, the timing, but if it made in, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with, with books, the timing is always, uh, if you have a publisher and then mm -hmm. it's always deadlines and timing uh, critical, but yeah. No, perfect. Um, I, I read that. actually the entire book and I really like it. So for the listeners, uh, you, you have to read it. And uh, yeah, um, nice intro. So um, what were your sessions in San Francisco? Right. So I had uh, three sessions um, on my own, three uh, technical ones. Uh, one on a bulletproof uh, Java E, um, how to run production um, like uh applications and what to take uh, into consideration with, you know, like fault tolerance mm -hmm. concepts, such as timeouts and uh, circuit breaker and uh, bulkheads, um, how to properly define that, and a few tips and tricks how to basically debug if, if something's going on mm -hmm. for a production setting. And then two more sessions on the topic of development productivity, mm -hmm. uh, which is a topic that I uh, think is very, very important yeah. and, uh, and where I see a lot of room for improvement in, in projects. So basically how to build up more uh, productive development workflows. So one was specifically about Java enterprise development workflows mm -hmm. with like cloud native and things like that. So mm -hmm. how you can achieve a very, um, very productive uh, turnaround. Mm -hmm. So originally the um the idea I well, guess the, um, is you keep the war you know put everything in the war so if your war is huge uh, you can develop faster right 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. This is uh uh-huh. So um why I'm saying right. this uh, so, uh, yeah basically you're right it's it's basically that topic so uh, <laughs> how to keep like uh thin walls so why that you have like a quick turnaround that you can build very quickly and you know same with docker docker caches uh, and also i was showing some uh well approaches similar to um what you did with watch and deploy mm -hmm. um so what is actually out there now is a liberty maven plugin mm -hmm. that i um like to use now for enterprise uh, projects because it's, I think, the fastest way to have a um, have a turnaround. What um, what because what, you don't what is you the deal don't with the plugin? To do a full made build, mm -hmm. right? So the the difference is it can detect individual file changes. Mm -hmm. um, it knows about like configuration and also Java classes, and then it will only compile and hotspot a single class, which is like super fast. Yeah. So you can literally. Um, save the file and then within one second it's, it's updated because you don't have to do like the Maven build on depending on how fast your system is, right? Like Maven build takes maybe three seconds or uh, mm -hmm. two to three and then you have to um, redeploy the application so another half a second and that's just a little bit faster um, at least on my machine. So that's that's what I'm um, using right now. But basically and it the uh, topic performs the full deploy yeah. or just incremental deploy. So what happens is it will replace the single class on Open Liberty or redeploys the whole war. Um, actually, it redeploys the application, but you know, um, but it's like fast enough. It's it's less than a second. Okay, to, you to you've rolled the so plugin. I think what it does internally, it um, it I think it swaps the application within the class loader, as far as I know, and then just throws away the application context. Okay, so reloads that. Cool. So you lose, you know, all the CDI beans and things like that. And you've wrote the plugin? Uh, no, that was <laughs> developed by the Liberty team. Okay. But I was working closely with that and, you know, okay. uh, providing um, issues and things like this. So I'm a big fan of that. That just makes um, development very, mm -hmm. uh, very nice. So my watch and, watch and deploy general, is, just... is not that smart. It just, you know, uh, compiles everything. So it's like, it's it just like remote control of Maven. So, um, Right. Still, still really fast, surprisingly fast, but it's not as smart oh, yes. as as your Maven or IBM's uh, Maven plugin. So, interesting. Um, so, you you showed right. you presented. So, you talk about that as well for the productivity, right? So, you show how how fast it is. Right. So that, and in general, just the awareness that um, what I see in projects, uh, you know, the more cloud native technology you add. I mean, we have Maven, then we have Docker, then we have Kubernetes, maybe uh, OpenShift and things like that. It's um, easy to make the turnaround like really, really long, right? Yeah. So if you have to change, you do a Maven build, Docker build, Docker push, kube control, apply and things like that. And this just takes way too long. So basically showing a few uh, examples how to make that um, much shorter, at least while developing. So that locally for things like uh, watch and deploy or uh, Liberty plugin, and also how to combine it with like a Kubernetes runtime. So there are some tools available like uh, Telepresence where you can um, connect your laptop into the cluster basically. And if you then have a, a quick application server running locally that um, just makes that turnaround um, um, much faster for test environments, right? So for staging or so you can connect your laptop and then uh, try stuff out, change things. And only once you're sure that works, you can do a push and then, you know, let the continuous delivery pipeline do the full build that then takes longer. So basically a question, how to choose a good balance to be more productive. And uh, so there were two sessions which you delivered? Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Right. And were the were these sessions well attended? Um, two of them, yes, pretty well attended, especially um, since well, I was talking to other speakers, and a lot of them said that in in, in general the numbers of attendees were quite seemed to be quite low. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there was a surprisingly uh, well attendance for mm-hmm. for two of them, and one was uh, on I think Thursday. It might be because it was the last day, so that was yeah, medium well attended. Mm-hmm. But in general, I, I was quite happy with with the turnout of these sessions. So, so you got uh, the uh, big rooms which we got last year. You know, there was like the Java floor, right? Was it the same setup this year? Uh, no, it was. Uh, all of the rooms were in Moscone South, actually. So it was not Moscone West, but I think it's similar room size. I'm, okay. I'm not quite sure. Okay, so it was full or half full or what? Yeah, two of these sessions were like full room. Yeah, yeah cool. There's a great news because no. Jakarta so there was some Jakarta and and cloud so yeah, I mean interests are there right mm-hmm. and what was about yes. Jakarta and microprofile were lots of sessions lots of interests or not that much so what was your impression? um actually yes so there was um also what I presented was uh, now officially Jakarta right yeah, uh, sure. since last week we had or the week before uh, we had the release and uh, we also did like a panel like a buff mm-hmm. uh, session on on Jakarta and especially connection with microprofile uh, so that was also um, well attended, uh, especially with a lot of uh, familiar faces uh, in the Jakarta uh, area. So that was nice to see, yes. And yeah, I would say that where there was a lot of interest, at, at least a lot of sessions, especially all, uh, also on microprofile. Mm-hmm. And uh, were the well. microprofile or Jakarta sessions also well attended or not that? Um, the ones that I attended, yes. Yeah, very uh, good. I didn't. I didn't see too many sessions myself. I think two or three or four. Or oh, something. really? Were you lazy, or what's 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 wrong? You know, with conference. <laughs> well, a lot of other things to do. Parties, I did, you know, Code One is always full. Like I did some one or two interviews, then yeah, this okay. book signing and uh-huh. things like that. So, you know. and uh, do you like coffee? I forgot about that. Yes, a lot. So, <laughs> uh, were you were you drunk some coffee in San Francisco? So, were you? Spend time. Outside. Oh yeah, there, there's a few um, favorite coffee shops around. So uh, what I always liked since the first time I um, I was there is the Blue Bottle. Yeah. Uh, coffee. Yeah, of course. And and there are a few others. Um, how you pronounce it? I think Men Menzarine Mazarine. Okay. Uh, coffee. That is a nice one. Yep. And mm-hmm. also I think quite new um, new coffee shops. Blue Lane Coffee. Okay. I think that was the first time I saw I saw them, and there. A multiple around and also one was very close to my hotel so this is where i usually had a breakfast uh mm-hmm. there but in, in general you know like west coast is pretty full with really really good coffee shops so that's that's what i enjoy not that many in san francisco there are two perfect blue coffees the one is in the uh how is it called ferry terminal or ferry center yep. and the other one is in the near actually of the conference so if i had a chance right. I, I know i picked a coffee and, and came back Right. Yeah, but there, um, especially blue bottle ones, there are a lot of them around. Okay. Like one, yes, very close to Moscone. Yeah. And even uh, at Market Street, there at at least like two or three other ones. Oh, they are new. So it's like with within. Yeah, I think there there came a few new ones like in the recent years, but at least you know within five minutes of walk, you pr- probably find a blue bottle cafe. Cool. <laughs> So what's about the keynotes at uh, Code One? So usually I really look for, forward to the keynotes. So usually there's like technical keyword uh, keynote with uh, Mark Reinhold, sometimes like, something like this, and there's one, um, how to call it, community keynote, right? So 
Yes. Um, you attended the keynote? So, yes, I attended both. Um, the first one, it was actually one was surprising. And a few people said that uh, Mark Reinhold was not there. Oh. Um, so I don't know whether he was on, on vacation or <laughs> um, what was the reason for that. Uh, maybe somebody from Oracle can comment. <laughs> uh, um, probably so Brian uh, Gutz was there. Mark is already your colleague but, at IBM. Can happen, you know. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of changes right yeah, now happening, yeah. so you never know. <laughs> and uh, you and attended so the Brian keynote. Was there and and showing yes and and showing um, a few um, things that are upcoming mm -hmm. um, in Java SE. Yeah. And in general, there were um, actually a lot of people invited, like from the community and from the broader tech um, scene. To uh, they just showed like you know what the future of Java is, or in general to to raise the awareness what we all know that just Java is there to stay and that there's still a lot of innovation happening and a lot of going forward. Uh, so what I really enjoyed that the um, keynote on, on Monday, there was a session, um, I'm bad with names, I forgot her name, there was a, a young lady uh, showing quantum computing. Okay. Um, what, was it uh, Johan Voss? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she actually um, touched that as well with okay. the Java. Okay. Um, so that was a very nice um, explanation, like how quantum computers work and how how you can program uh, on them with like qubits. Mm -hmm. And she used you know donuts to explain the uh, spinning bits and mm -hmm. uh, the um, um, superposition state mm -hmm. and things like that. So that was enjoyable to watch and, and still uh, also very um, in informative. So I, I really enjoyed that uh, that part of the keynote. Uh, and then in general, some appearance, you know, of other folks of um, just, you know, where, where Java is going. Okay. Um, but of course, since now we have the um, the frequent release, and I think that's a, uh, that's a good thing that we don't really have, you know, new breaking news, right? So we we know what's up and uh, upcoming, and also the features are not that that huge, right? Since mm -hmm. it's a more incremental approach. Mm -hmm. uh, so we we had some demos on, you know, what the next features of. Of the future of Java um, is and things like that. But so, which that features were presented? You can remember that. So, what which features are upcoming? So, which features were presented uh, in Java SE? Um, what presented was, I think, was it um, Project Valhalla? Uh huh. I'm I'm not quite uh, quite sure. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I, I'm personally really looking forward is the multi-line feature of multi-line strings. Yeah. So that's one uh, what I, what I can really use. So I think in thirteen. Um, it's now beta or mm -hmm. like a preview release mm -hmm. uh, version. Mm -hmm. So as a preview feature. But this was also already presented really... last year, I think. So the Valhalla is always there. Right. The multi-line feature was also presented. And who presented the features? Oh. You remember that? So Mike Reinholz didn't present? Uh, Brian Gertz. Brian Gertz, okay. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. No, James Gosling attended? No. No. <laughs> yeah, of course not. <laughs> At least uh, I haven't seen him. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, then we had um, a second keynote on... Uh, Wednesday uh, was it the community keynote, which was really really fun. So they had uh, this year um, a gaming theme. Mm -hmm. um, so basically went through uh, computer games and and how they evolved from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and um, how also technology changed. And um, you know a lot of very very funny uh, demos and uh, a lot of you know funny appearances by mm -hmm. um, by other Java champions. And that was a really pleasure to watch. And you participated. Um, and uh, no, that was the first time in three years where I didn't participate. And so for me, that was more relaxed because I, I always like to watch these community keynotes. But the problem is if you participate, yeah. even if you're not on stage the whole time, but also backstage, you don't really see it. I yeah. mean, you can yeah. watch the recording, but it's 
much more fun if you just sit yeah. in the audience and, and enjoy. <laughs> so you so participated, I think, last year or two years ago uh, with the Matrix theme, right? So, Right, yeah. Two, two years ago, there was the Matrix, the uh, Matrix and that okay. was Neo. Neo, exactly, the Neo. <laughs> that now, was fun. Okay, so there were two keynotes. So one was like the, uh, as always, the keynote with... Um, you know the Java SE features and community, and the other was uh, or not community, the uh, community participants in community Java SE, keynote, and, yeah. and the other one was the pure community keynote. Uh, questions regarding the keynote participants: so were there more people or mm -hmm. less people, uh, more people or less people than last year? Can you say that? Because it's always good in order to stand up in the keynote room and see what happens around. So, what was your impression? Right. So I did that. I I'm not quite sure how it compares to to last year. I would say it was similar. Okay. Um, actually. So, um, of course, at the technical uh, one, like the first keynote, there are always more people like um, compared to the community one because the community one is, you know, yeah. like mostly just for fun and people enjoy it. But then they're just the people who actually also enjoy it. So mm -hmm. maybe a few hundred. I I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I would say it was similar to okay. years before. Okay. So uh, this year I, I didn't attend the uh, code one, and uh, the main reason is mm -hmm. uh, I forgot. So I wrote the abstracts, but I forgot to submit them, uh, <laughs> which is yeah, of course that, uh, that happens to me uh, also sometimes. <laughs> a major failure. But uh, I was actually happy that I didn't attend it because the uh, Jakarta One live stream conference appeared. It was, um, and um, so I I spent I think mm -hmm. fourteen hours nonstop just you know introducing speakers, and uh, my right. original idea was just to introduce someone and then then hack something but uh it the, the the talks were really interesting so i actually listened 13 hours to everyone and uh wow. so, so i also learned a lot i have to say and it was very productive for me but uh it was planned completely other way around and what surprised me the amount of attendees at the jakarta one stream because as i remember there were more and more, and in the end, we had um, like 1,300-something live uh, attendees, which is for a live stream a lot, I would say. So for a live yes. stream, it's just like incredible to you know that people watching live something happening. So um, this is incredible because you know, at the AirHacks TV, what I'm doing, at most there are probably you know, 200 or 150 live attendees, but this is like crazy. I mean, 1,300 is, is a major thing. So um, I was surprised how well it worked, actually. So we were on time the entire 13 hours. You know, the Tanya said, okay, yeah. next one, next one. So the pacing was great. The speakers were really, we had lots of fun. So um, I was a little bit skeptical with the online thing, but it works, worked really well. So I missed you. I hope you, you also will speak about something. So we were a little bit of fun, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I was um, actually attending as well. So I listened to, well, most of it. And um, actually, I was asked to be um, a backup speaker. Uh -huh. So um, I was talking to, I think, uh, Reza, and, and he asked me to, well, uh, provide as a backup. And I know there are a lot of, you know, uh, there's just way too many uh, speakers who, who would like to speak in, in a few slots, right? So, of course, not everybody can attend. Um, but th that was good, and um, I fully agree with you. It was fun to watch, and, and especially what I um, enjoyed was the official release of Jakarta, and that felt, you know, like you could feel it's quite important and a thing and um, also since a lot of people watched so that it was you know you almost felt like you're uh, in, a, in a real conference like connected to many people just watching that at the same time and yeah, yeah i really enjoyed it and, and what what uh what uh what i was really surprised that kevin you know introduced the uh, jakarta e dependencies and all the pdfs it's like this is uh, happening right now it's really cool so during the conference i already set up my 
GitHub repo for the archetype with Jakarta, yeah. and um, and uh, yeah, it was really I have to say a really nice community. And fun, funny thing is, um, we had a dry run, so dry run is just you know, try to connect whether it works. And my studio mm-hmm. machine didn't work at all, so I just couldn't connect. Nothing worked. It was like one hundred percent CPU, and this is like a fast machine. What I what I'm using right now. And mm-hmm. the very first time I, I was in my server room, actually, with my old developer machine, and this place worked perfectly. So I spent, you know, uh, 13 hours in a basement uh, the very first time mm-hmm. without anything. So no mic, nothing. I just yeah, used my built-in mic because, you know, my general yeah. setup doesn't work. So the AXTV streaming didn't work, and my basement worked. So it was uh, funny. Well, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I was struggling with my video setup uh, as well because, you know, the more have with the, uh, uh, you have with the setup, the more brittle it become or you know more moving parts that can fail yeah so yeah i, I totally feel you <laughs> yeah and um it's a pity they didn't attend it because uh i was one of the chairs or something of the conference so I, mm-hmm. I i participated a few few calls and the idea was actually to have a 24 hours conference at least my idea it's like this is you no know, this is mm-hmm. a stream so keep all the the speakers coming so it doesn't matter whether we we complete with 13 or 15 hours or just do 24 hours who cares i mean this could be longer no one cares. So right. we have the content, just do it. But somehow they uh, just wanted to do 15 hours, which is okay. Right. Well, otherwise it would be super hard for you if you, you know, uh, are the MC for 24 hours even, then it's... I was, I was, um, I had no time, but what I wanted to do to ask you whether you could help me out, but I had no time to write an email. It was like crazy time back then. And uh, mm-hmm. I said, okay, I will do it. But if it would be 24 hours, I will ask you for sure, you know, for help. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, Cool. Any final words uh, regarding Code One? Will you attend next year? What's the plans? Um, that's actually yeah, it's a good question um, for for Code One, like how that uh, evolves, like you know what what we talked about with the numbers attendees and numbers of attendees. Um, so actually, I would love if if Oracle would have like an you know an update statement of you know of the um, involvement in Java and uh, conference wise especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's see, that's still up to. I haven't fully decided uh, for for next year, but I definitely enjoyed the time. So, um, in hindsight, it was was a good conference to attend. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for the update, and uh, the listeners should check out your blog series about testing for sure. Then, mm-hmm. down, can they buy the book and the O'Reilly book? Uh, can it be bought or just downloaded? So, is it a free book? Yes, it's a free. Um, I think they're called O'Reilly Report. Um, okay. So that's available, and yeah, just download it. So then, uh, if you have some money, you know, just donate somewhere and download the book instead. And uh, what's the title of the book? I forgot about that. So um, now I have to actually look it up. <laughs> yeah, you are one of the authors. Uh, for me, it's okay because I just wrote, you know, the intro. But you have to know the title. So that is true. Yeah, I should um, know. So the. Um, title because it's a long title is developing open cloud native microservices your java code in action cool so download the book and uh, Sebastian thank you and hear you next time yeah thanks a lot bye bye